Darren, I want to paint a word picture for you. Paint it. Put something in your mind real quick. So you're in this big fancy house. You walk down those stairs and you get in your nice. Who's fan- wait, fancy <laughs> house? <laughs> what did I do? Just go with it. Just go with it. All right. So you get in your luxury. Actually, your driver picks you up in your oh. luxury vehicle. Okay. Nice. Drives you off to the airport do to your a, private jet. Oh, I was going to say, do I have a PJ? You got a PJ. Okay. This, this is real life, by the way. <laughs> so you get to the airport and fantasy. you tell the pilot, you say, pilot, take me to New York City or take me to Miami. So he flies you to Miami. If you're there and you're trying to figure out where do I want to go eat, what do you do? If I ask my wife. Okay, you ask your wife. So you ask somebody. <laughs> I'll ask someone, yes. Okay. Yeah. All right. Tyler, what else can you do? If you're in a brand new city, you don't know where to go eat, what do you do? Yelp. 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 For what? For best restaurant in Miami. For reviews, right? For reviews. Yeah. Bingo. So we got some reviews we want to read today. <laughs> that was All of that. <laughs> hey, All so of I, that. You got to get creative in this business, man. You got to get creative. White folks. You got to you know, keep I, it. <laughs> I just asked you. Darren's like, hey, yo, reviews. <laughs> I kept it simple. Ask my wife. I no, know. but you, just like. You're trying to trap me, man. I know you are. So just like if you're in a brand new city, you don't know where to go eat, you look for reviews. Yeah. Same in the podcast world. Mm-hmm. You're no, looking, you don't. You're looking for a good podcast. You go and you read reviews. So we want to read some reviews and we appreciate you those of all you. That. All that for this. Okay. Oh, that's creative. Just read give, me, give me some love. So we got Dalton Dazo. Dazo. Title of the review, Recommendation. Amazing show, you guys. Saw the podcast under my recommended and gave it a shot and love it. There so this go. is somebody that probably saw a review yeah. nice. and said, I'm going to click on it. Since you guys have a wrestler, I think he means you, Tyler. Since you guys have a wrestler, I'd personally love to hear a guy like Reese Humphrey of NJRTC, Tom Ryan of Ohio State, or anyone in general of the college or world wrestling scene whether it's strength and conditioning guy, head assistant coach, or current athlete. That's that's oh, doable. That would actually be, I've got yeah, a couple that's guys, a great idea. couple Penn State wrestlers that uh, actually, so crazy, back in Clovis, California, two houses down was a, was a family of four boys. And God, I mean, seriously, God bless their parents because it was crazy. Yeah. So they had four collegiate wrestlers Jeez. come out of that house. They were all good football players. One of the kids uh, had a, a, an offer at Cal and, and really could have played. Um, but they literally didn't have any furniture downstairs because they would always break it. And so they needed space to wrestle. So you walk in their house and like, you guys moving out? Like, no. We, this is where we, get this is we, are, we are done buying new furniture. Yeah. This is the boys need space to wrestle. And if they put a hole in the wall, it's easier just to fix it. Yeah. You know, I'm, well, I'm, I'm one but, of four boys and we did the same thing to our garage. We put carpet all in it. Yeah. They put some padding on the wall. I mean, that's how we did it. Yeah. Because it's like, it's a room. Just go out there and, but wrestlers would be, that's, that's actually an interesting topic. Just yeah. the lifestyle, because you talk about, you know, persevering and, you know, that's one thing that wrestlers have. I think that is totally unique to the athletic world because, no other sport except for fighting, boxing, yes, bo- and boxing. Yeah. Do you have to physically exert yourself? I believe further than any other sport, yeah, drying out, and while night. not yeah. eating, yeah, you know, and having the discipline of that. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. that would that be would an be interesting, interesting. Conversa- conversation. So that's a great recommendation, Dalton. Thank you for yeah, that. Thanks, yeah. Dalton. Yeah, thank you for the five stars too. Next one, Nate D twenty five. What do you think the D stands for? D is. <laughs> <laughs> title is awesome stuff 
I've loved every episode of this podcast. Y'all have different backgrounds and paths that have brought great perspectives in your content. I think if y'all reached out to James Devlin, who just retired from the Patriots, his story would be something cool to hear about since he had a path similar to Tyler's. Much love to y'all. Hashtag go yeah, Cowboys. Be, yeah. Hashtag Texas. Forever. That'd be awesome. Yeah. Devlin. Uh-huh. He, and, yeah. And yeah, he I, I, haven't, I haven't heard his entire story. I've heard a little bit uh, while I was at ESPN. Was he a fullback? Right? Well, he's fullback for the yeah. Patriots. Just retired. He was out for an entire year. Um, mm-hmm. And then they brought him back. And yeah. I mean, their offense was completely different with him. I mean, he really, truly made an impact. Man, we'll reach out. Man, the two great suggestions right there. He made an impact. Yeah, How big of an impact he made? Uh, uh, yeah. Six Super Bowls. You ever heard of it? I'm just saying. Devlin did? Devlin no. Has, no. Yeah, I think he's got six rings. Your boy has he's six rings. He's just making stuff up. I know, man, as we I go think along. He's got, I think he's got two or three. He does. Though. Yeah. Okay. It's not bad. Is this just like a fullback thing, though? I mean, because he's playing a fullback now. You're Bro. like, oh, my God, we need to get another Any, fullback. Hey, listen, anybody, <laughs> anybody out there listening that played in the NFL that wore a neck roll, you're welcome on our show <laughs> oh, anytime. Absolutely. <laughs> absolutely. Definitely. And then the last one. Have you guys ever seen Princess Bride? Oh, yes. As you wish. Inigo Montoya? <laughs> Remember that name? No. My You've name never is seen Ni- Princess Bride? My name is Inigo Montoya. Montoya. Oh you killed my, my father. What is Princess Bride? Like, it's, like a, a, it's a movie from the it? Is it like an animated no, movie? No, it's, it's a classic movie. It's a classic it's 90s a, movie. Fred Savage is a little kid, and his grandpa's reading him a story of Princess Bride. And it's of, what's the, the, the he has the mask. Zorro. It looks like Zorro. <laughs> yeah, it looks like him. And, and he leaves. It says Dread Pirate yeah. Roberts yeah. is what his name is. And uh, anyways, it's... Love story, but it's like a bunch of fighting action. It's, uh, it's got Andre great one liners. Andre, Andre yeah. the Giants in it. Um, oh, Darren, dude. You no, I haven't seen it. Yeah. So, yeah. I mean, what is it? A 90s movie or yeah. early 90s? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Classic. Go, go Amazon it. Classic. So, Anigo Montoya. Montoya. You killed my, my father. Prepare says, to die. <laughs> says, great start. A few shows in, but off to a great start. I'm loving this show. It takes on questions that all of us face in life and provide some different and interesting perspectives on addressing those questions. That's awesome. Cool. So, yeah. awesome. Great Appreciate reviews. Again, we said it before, but the fact that people take time out of their day to write those reviews is pretty awesome. Yeah, it is. That is so cool. thank you guys. Thank you. I know, and, and, we, and, and I know we clown a little bit, you know, during that. No, man, we're all we, serious. No, but we, I mean, honestly, we, we appreciate um, those that are reaching out and giving us reviews, man, because it means a lot to, mm-hmm. to the show. Absolutely. Thank you guys. Uh, next we are in the second week of our hometown contest. So if you haven't heard the Darren Wilson shows all over the world. And so we decided that we should do a little hometown contest because despite being all over the world, our hometowns aren't representing very well. And so here's what Darren's sighing big here. Cause he's scared. Cause Phoenix is <laughs> the Phoenix pop, they pop up and no, they show up this still way. I haven't seen Phoenix on the list. So what we're doing is if you're from Abilene, Clovis, or Phoenix, we need you to share, Clovis. share, share. <laughs> is Clovis an actual city? Clovis, California. How big is yes. Clovis? Like, is, 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 wait, wait, wait. I got, is it bigger Ab- than Abilene? Yeah. Abilene's 120,000. 120, oh, wow. Uh, so we're on the same place. You're at a, you're at a Clovis, monstrous advantage. Clovis is like is a suburb of Fresno. So it's like Frisco to Dallas. Uh-huh. It's a suburb. And so we're yeah, at about 100,000. Farming community? Uh, the outskirts, yeah, uh, yeah, it's it's growing. It's very. You live you know, on, on a canal. I did. I actually did backed you? up to a canal. Yeah, yeah. Okay. yeah. That's where I used to. That's where I used to run when I wrestled when I was yeah. dieting. Did I used you to swim run in that canal. canal? Uh huh. Yeah, absolutely. We used to uh, we used to like wakeboard in it with a quad on the side and right. wakeboard in the in the canal. Oh yeah. yeah. So anyway, if you're from Abilene, Clovis, or Phoenix, we need you to share the show because everybody yes. else in the world is sharing it, but you guys are struggling. 
So <laughs> what we're going to do is whoever at the end of the month has the most downloads from their hometown, the other two have to pay up. Yeah. All right. And the All payment, right. the payment is dinner for the winner. And we ain't going cheap either. We ain't going McDonald's. And the two losers have to Okay, do wait, wait, wait. When is the payup? When what is this end? at the end of the month? End of the it's month. It's the whole month of June. So okay. this is the second week when you're okay. listening to this. Right. Okay. So there's two more weeks. So share with all your buddies if you're from Abilene. if you're I'll from Abilene. I'll win this day. <laughs> you know what? This is this is stealing. Hey, uh, this is he, stealing. Throws, well, he throws I mean, one post out on, on Instagram. Hey, this is gonna yeah. be stealing. Well, we, we, st- we, we haven't done it yet, so yeah. so right now, as far as I'm concerned, all you right. all talk. All yeah. Right. And uh the other thing, the worst the worst lost part. That was not English. No. The worst part about it, if you lose, is you've got to do 500 calories a piece on the Rogue who's Echo ha- Bike. Whose house am I coming over to do it? Oh, I. Darren's. You got that. And if you've never done the Echo Bike, echo 500 bike, calories is literally, uh, you get locked up in an insane asylum yes. for doing hey, 500 calories. Hey, at one time, though? I mean, there's no way. You can, without you without can, getting you off the go, bike? You can go back and forth. You can do 100, and Tyler can do 100. Why would you I? can do 100, and Tyler can do 100. I know. I, I caught myself. I was like, well, whose house am I like, I'm going to lose? I'm not going to lose this. You oh, know what? We'll I got to say this. I got to say this, though, to you. I reached out to my Arizona State. No, you didn't. Alumni base. Yes, I did. Mm-hmm. Just uh, you mean you a couple had days ago. Just a few days. No, no. I, I reached out. <laughs> actually, they reached out. And I said, you know what? <laughs> you guys need to talk talking about the show. Hey, I'm just so uh, Arizona State, Arizona in general uh-huh. is going to be on the map, brother. Well, We're coming. Okay. Well, about so, what? About Darren, the Darren Woods okay, show. All right. I'm just saying uh, you can zoom in all you need to. Um, I'm going to make one call. <laughs> What, what is that? that? What is that? Unfortunately, right you're gonna need more than one call. Was high. So, anyway, are you we, on the? Are you on that board? He's showing us a picture of first class, some type baby. of plaque. First class. What is that? He first ballot Hall of Famer. If was you can't see, <laughs> if, if you can't see, there's there's a plaque in Clovis and Clovis. Uh, and that's as far as it goes, guys. Hey, I'll tell you what though, that was one of the coolest things. So they did do this the the Clovis High football program. Dude, did, did you write your name in Sharpie? I did. <laughs> yeah. Sharpie. Bro, we keep it <laughs> real. Keep Every, it everybody real else close, had their name man. typed and etched in there. Yeah, <laughs> Tyler yeah. went in and wrote his name in Sharpie. Yep, I wanted a different so, font. If you're <laughs> a from, little bit bold. Yet again, if you're from Abilene, if you're from Clovis, if you're from Phoenix, please share because, again, we're, we're literally all over the world, but you guys are struggling right yeah. now. So thank you, guys. Bounce back. Serious question, Darren. Give it to me. What is a more egregious societal infraction? That's big words. Yeah. Societal. I practice that. <laughs> Go ahead. Societal infractions. So, two scenarios. What's what's the more egregious infraction? Leaving your shopping cart out in the parking lot of the grocery store. <laughs> Please. Or <laughs> that happens all the time. No, we, hey, or we got a coworker that's leaving got a story about that. Leaving bits of toilet paper, not toilet, leaving bits of paper towel on the floor in a oh, public bathroom. Far. Oh, Ooh, on I a public bathroom. I don't know. Oh, man, what's that's, worse? That's a good one. Uh, I, I would say what's more selfish. In other words, the basket, the basket, Yeah, leaving far, the card out by far. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Leaving a card out because you know, that guy, well, you listen, I mean, it, it happens both. Someone's going to clean up the bathroom, but yeah. there's something about, and I'll, and I'll put it to you this way. As a kid, I worked at a grocery store and I was a kid at target. And You're I the had car to, runner. I had to go get that cart and mm-hmm. I used to be pissed. Yeah. When people would, especially like in Phoenix, 
hot. It's 120 yeah. degrees, man. Yeah. And all you have to do is just put the cart in the little stall. Yeah. And it's right there next to your car. Have you ever not put up the cart? Always put up the cart, man. Uh, what What do you think goes through somebody's mind? It's because mind. of my experience. Right. But mm. because, if I didn't have that experience, maybe I would be selfish but, in that matter. But what goes through somebody's mind and think, eh, I don't need to put it up. They don't give a damn. I'm good. They're selfish. And they just don't give a damn. That's a, that's a shame. Yeah, I, d- I do agree. I, I think that is a selfish move. What about those? But so don't, hold on. But don't sleep on the paper towels on the floor. And that bugs. Like, to walk by that yeah. and not pick it up is... So so. There's you know what there's something about the floor in the bathroom. Pick up it's another paper, paper towel. towel if it's mine, yes. Pick up another paper towel. I'm not saying you're, you're, you're saying if it's just a paper if it's towel. A, if you if you walk by a scrap of paper towel on the floor and you don't pick it up, you are selfish. Whether Somebody it's yours or not. Oh, I, oh, I, no, I disagree with that. that. I disagree with that. Nah. What is that. wrong the gag, with you? The yeah. gag. <laughs> yeah. gag you are show. accepting. Hey, there's, some, there's some weird people out there. Yeah. Who knows what they did exactly. into that paper towel? Here's yes. all you do. You grab another, a clean paper no, towel. No, you dude. pick it Sorry, up with the clean no. paper towel, and then you wash look, your hands. I, I'm all about picking up. I'm all about picking up trash if I walk by it. But I don't think that that is selfish. If there's like a soaking wet paper towel mm-hmm. on the floor. Mm-hmm. So like, who's going to pick that up? No, somebody's, yeah. somebody's paid to pick that up. But that's the self-accountability Well, somebody's paid to pick up the shopping cart. Yeah, but still, man. That's the, wait, look, this, there's a difference. That's in a bathroom, especially now. Bodily fluids. You know you, what? I can't believe. Actually, hey. I'm listening to you. Hey, that's what I'm saying. Bodily fluids. And pee, you've been for the pee, longest spin, time. Whatever. You wouldn't give a damn. You would hey. eat a damn grape off the floor. I, I'm yeah. as big of a germaphobe as there is, but that is unacceptable. To leave. Why do you have to put your hand like you said that? Like because a, like I'm a, very passionate about this. <laughs> He's Let me tell you something. I've never been in a women's why, bathroom, public well, bathroom. Why are your hand, Why are you holding your hands but, like that? <laughs> but men's public bathrooms are disgusting yes. places, and are. men are pigs. I think, and that I'm sick of true. it. I think I'm that sick there's of it. worse things in a men's bathroom. It, <laughs> I'm going to keep picking up the paper towels <laughs> and do my part. I can't believe you guys aren't on, the, on my side. I, I didn't even, no, I, it didn't even about cross my mind that this is controversial. No, there's something about that bathroom, man. Just, I'm just not touching mm. everybody else's, you know, bodily fluids. You know what, you know what my honest thought is when, when somebody walks by and they don't pick it up? What? GTH. Go to H. Oh. <laughs> Dude, are you serious? You couldn't just say go to hell? No, nah, I, don't, I don't say that. Come on, man. Yeah. You're the one that cusses on this show. I'm not the only one that cusses <laughs> on this show. I can't, you know. Anyway, stop. Anyways, yeah. I don't think. I, I don't, I, look, I'm. I'm. I don't even know. We you need guys to do a anymore. poll. We need to do a poll on that because yeah. I'm going to tell you, we're going to win that all day long. Comment on our on our Instagram page. What's worse, leaving a shopping cart out or being selfish and walking by a piece of trash on the bathroom floor and not picking it up yeah. and leaving it for somebody else? Now, you know what? If you didn't isolate that, if it was just all together like on the floor, but if you isolated it as you were specific, very specific bathroom mm-hmm. now that just eliminates a lot that I'm telling you you're gonna lose that bet big yeah fight. you're gonna lose it 100 percent because the thing is is if you walk by if there's a bunch of paper towels on the floor what if there's 37 of them in a a restaurant or a bar bathroom you're not gonna go pick those up i have done that that's okay because it it enrages me that much you're a better person than to all leave us, a bathroom that way enrages me I, hey and that's fair but what i think the fair question <laughs> is is 
If you drop your paper towel and then leave it, that's the dick move. Yeah, that is dick. That move. is a dick move. Yeah, that is. But that how is about it. having some take some pride in the bathroom that you're trying to use? So you're and te- be better than the average okay, person. So that's a bathroom. But what about outside? If you do, you walk by and pick up every single piece of trash you walk. Not by? every single piece. Why but not? if I walk so by, it, why not? If why my not? path takes some ownership it, of your city, why? take some ownership of your planet. Yeah, why does it have to be well, specifically one is a literally in a bathroom? It takes two seconds to pick it up. The other, yeah. you're you're trying to say I need to be doing community service and pick up for hours of trash. Hey, my father in law does it, and tell you what, like that's that's his deal. He will yeah. pick. He will not walk by a piece of trash and he picks it up. I love that. What's but his I name? think Reno, Reno Serpoli. That's awesome. It, it is awesome. But I think a bathroom is different. Like a bathroom, I'm not going to. If you're in a stadium bathroom and you see, oh my god, you here see, you go. Here. here Go ahead, give it to me, yeah, brother. You Speak. see Preach. a wet Preach. paper towel Preach. on the ground. Amen. You're going to walk over, grab another paper towel, and pick it up. Absolutely. Go. There ain't no Absolutely. way. Absolutely. Like, I dude, don't think you that, see that bottle? I don't, okay. You're standing, hey, I don't know if you, you knew this, but there's this thing called soap and water that you can wash your hands. No, 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 no. Hold on. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. You're at, you got coop. Okay. Oh, sorry, yeah, yeah, no, that's good. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You got coop. <laughs> and you're at the Cowboys game. Okay. No, let's go college. No, yes, college. yes. I, say, I don't, I don't college go to college games. Let's go to a junior college Let's go to a junior, a junior college, college game national when there's championship. one stall. Yes. It's that long stall and everybody's just peeing, the right? Yeah. It's, it's a trough. trough. Yeah. You're, you're trying and, to come. And you're saying, you got Coop now. You got your, your three-year-old with you, right? And guess what? It's an opportunity to teach him a lesson. So you're going to go out of your way in that nasty-ass bathroom where yeah. all... And, and the line is outside and everybody's pissing all over the place, right? Let's just call it what it is. Yeah, yeah. If you guys don't want to go there, I'm just saying yeah. piss all over the floor, right? You're going to go out of your way to pick up a napkin. Yes. And pick it up. And yes. Would you let him do oh, it? God bless you. I, I can't remember the last time I walked into a bathroom, saw a paper towel on the floor, whatever bathroom it was, and didn't pick it up. Answer all the of question. Them. All Answer, of them. No, no, no. Answer his question. What did you say? He just said, would you let Coop do it? Uh, if he had a paper towel in his hand to protect his hand. Absolutely. So your three-year-old, you're comfortable. With I'm going to do it up. for him, and I'm going to show him. Hey, this is what this is what normal human beings do with some decency. They look out for what for for the bathroom hygiene. Yeah, I, yeah you I, can I, honestly, you can be as emotionally invested into this as you want. I I will disagree honestly, with you that, that honestly, is the responsibility I don't even know you guys. of someone. Just that is my, I don't. Yeah. That's not the responsibility of everyone <laughs> totally else. Happening. I think that you have to take accountability for yourself, and that is it. I it, totally agree that if if you are the the jerk out there that that hey I'm throwing my paper towel in the trash can it misses yeah and see you I can't even do there. that now I can't do that like if I throw it on the ground if I throw it and I miss I'm gonna go pick it yes, up yes no just, doubt. that's just, a great that's a first step no right. doubt great first step let me ask you this what about the people that wash their hands and there's water all over the sink are you the guy that drives that up too see mm. I don't see that as being an issue why not. Because it's not a so cleanliness all the kids, issue. All the little kids that lean up on the sink it's and water. put their chin. Have you guys read it's that dirty book? dirty water, water from their hands. Have you read the book, The Sink? Uh-uh. No. You've never read the book, The Sink. I've never heard of it. I've never even you, heard you know, of it. You will love the book. Okay, The Sink is basically basically saying, leave it in a better place. Leave it in better yeah, shape than you found you. it. Right? See, thank I you. get it. I thank get what you. you're My saying. My point is, yeah. I do the same thing. I wipe the sink down. It drives me crazy when there's water okay, around the sink. Okay, so now I wipe we're the starting sink to make some, some progress but here. But paper towels on the ground, that is, yeah, to me, that's, like, yeah, that's, that's a, just a not, that is not a is responsibility. Is that leaving a place better than you found it? If you let it, if you leave it on the floor. What if it's by the toilet? That's okay. It doesn't, it doesn't matter, matter where it is. Oh, yeah. Okay. You can that's wash a good your one. hands. That's good. You can wash your hands. Yeah, yeah. How about 
You know, chlamydia, chlamydia is, uh, is so resistant. I don't know if you knew that. <laughs> anyway, I, I'm, I'm, Think next I'm embarrassed. Time. <laughs> when you got the clap. I'm embarrassed. So I'm when embarrassed you walk in the bathroom, <laughs> instantly. Don't go in no, and pick up those paper towels. No, no, watch yourself. So man. now that we've had 20 yeah, minutes of worthless if, conversation. Yeah, there's some growth around you. Brought, your yeah, you mouth. brought up, by the way. Thanks, man. <laughs> that started out as a serious play. I had no idea that's where it was going to go. If there that, ever, we're gonna, you two are going to disagree. This, we're going to take this another two and a half minutes. <laughs> Hey, worse than on. both of those combined, worse than both of those combined is in a men's bathroom. That's all I'm going to speak to is a men's bathroom is when you pee on the seat and you oh, can't wipe yeah. it up yourself. Oh, yeah, agree. Oh, yes. Yeah. I don't agree. understand. Leaving I do not yeah. understand droplets that. on the toilet is or even, so or next, selfish. Even next mm. level, you don't even flush the toilet. Mm. What, like, what, about, what, about yeah. what about poop dust? Oh, on the toilet. Not even hey, dust. What about, hey, now we're going. What hey, about man. booty hole hairs? Yes. That's what I'm saying. To get up from oh, okay. dumping yeah. and not wipe the seat down is just well, okay. it's well, insane. Got, well, if, if you got poop powder all over it or you got poop <laughs> yeah. poop cream, like you're probably not going to flush it. You're probably not going to pick up your paper towels because that means you didn't even actually wipe because you've got leftovers in there. Like that to me is the most selfish thing. It's like, Turn around. You don't have to touch it with your hands if you're a germaphobe. Yeah. Just kick it with your foot. Yeah. Kick the flush. I, you know what? I would have never guessed. Person, like, I mean, because you're not that. I'm not a germaphobe. No, 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 you're no, not, no, no, man. I, I mean, it's my, just human my, decency. That's what it is. That's what that comes down to. Yeah. Towels, I, I agree. You belong at the bottom board. of the totem pole. Hey, you don't do that. Yeah, I think we're all on the same page. You're a barn animal if you don't do that. Yeah. So if you're listening to this and you leave your poop dust or your paper towels on the floor, shame on you. Yeah, I don't want you listening anymore. Hey, man, go watch your mouth now. <laughs> we need our listeners. I don't want you listening to the show. This show is not for you. You're clearly not listening. <laughs> oh boy, man! So we lost everybody. But yeah, 20, sorry guys. That's, twenty minutes in, we lost our conversations. It's like twenty. Yeah, you're right. Twenty-one minutes. So what's on the mind today, boys? Well, I, this is something that that, I, that you're very passionate about, Ben, and, and this is something that I think we as a show really, really need to not only just talk about now, but this is an ongoing conversation because I think that this is something that the three of us are all on the same page, and I think people that are even listening, this is something that maybe we all struggle with, um, but the idea of of quitting, the idea of stopping when it gets hard, the idea of not following through to see the other side of it. Um, and, and, and you, you, you know, call it, just keep doing it. Yeah. You've got to keep doing it because here's the thing is how often are we quitting one millimeter away from that goal? Right. And we will never know because you stopped and mm -hmm. you did not see it through. And I think there, this is a much bigger conversation. I think this is an ongoing conversation we'll have on the show, but there are times that it, maybe it does make sense to move on from something. If it is unhealthy, if it is right. unproductive, there's, there's that. But I, I want it today, let's focus on push through that. Push through those barriers because the lessons that you learn from those challenges will help you when you get on the other side. So just keep doing it. Yeah, the scenario is, is it's something you're passionate about. It's a goal you've set out and you start to see some friction. It starts to get uncomfortable or you're not seeing results as quickly as you want to see mm -hmm. them. That's another scenario. And you, instead of just keep doing it, you decide to quit. You decide it's not, 
not really as important as you mm-hmm. as you set out and you thought it was going to be. Why why is this so important to you though? Because this is a conversation we've had really since I've known you. Yeah. Um, this is something that you're really passionate about. But why to you is this so integral and in, in, into success? Yeah. So Darren and I have talked about this before. Sometimes you can say one thing to somebody and it just sticks with them. Mm-hmm. You don't really think much of it. But for whatever reason, it was so pivotal in their mind. And it was just an epiphany that they had. Because of one thing you said, I really do believe that today, this conversation can be that for somebody. Because it was that way for me. So I've, I've touched on this before. But growing up, when I was in elementary school, and, and we're going to stick with the sports theme. Because that, that was my identity growing up, was being an athlete. And so as a kid in elementary school, I, I dominated, right? Little League Baseball. You know, the pitcher, catcher, hitting home runs, doing all that. Soccer, you know, starting forward. So everything was easy for me as a kid because I was bigger than everybody else. I was more athletic at the time. Well, then middle school hit. By the way, we're posting his middle school picture oh, just yeah. so they can God, see what kind of donuts in his mouth. We yeah. actually <laughs> have on our Instagram page. We actually have on our Instagram page. Oh, it's up. oh it is. That's okay, up. So yeah, go back and look go. at that. Yeah, maybe you, you want to take a look at the Instagram page every once in a while, Tyler. <laughs> Scroll <laughs> through and look for a fat white eighth grader, and that's me. <laughs> I don't know how you even do your live stories on Instagram. <laughs> Do you have someone stand in for you? <laughs> it took a long time to teach Darren how to do that. <laughs> it took a long time to teach him how to do that. So, so middle school hits, and, and I've said this before, as every other kid grew bigger and taller, I grew wider. Mm-hmm. And by wider, I mean fatter. Oh, that's what you meant. That's what I okay. mean. That's the unpolitically correct. Thanks for clarifying. I thought it was just a glazed donut hanging out your mouth. I didn't know what that was. Your picture was just a glazed donut wearing puka shells. Have you ever seen the Michelin Man? Yes. I was Michelin Junior. Yeah, that's what I was. The Doughboy. And so middle school hits, and and all of a sudden I'm not the guy anymore. I'm I'm not. You know, I'm now all of a sudden I'm not getting any playing time. I'm the backup everybody's caught up to me and passed me and that lasted through high school. So no lie. And this is embarrassing to admit, but this show's about being raw and transparent. My freshman year in high school, I played football, baseball, and basketball. I ended up quitting all three sports after my freshman year, my sophomore season or after the season, not baseball. So after the football season, I quit. Yeah. After the basketball season, I quit stuck with baseball, but my sophomore year. So baseball is the only sport I'm playing at this point. I quit baseball. I decide my junior year, I'm going to go back to football. Mm. And that's the only sport I'm playing my junior year. So I play my junior year, play my senior year. My senior year, my buddies taught me to play in basketball. A week into that, I quit again. Jeez. Wasn't getting any playing time. Wasn't fun. So I quit. Now fast forward to college. I go to college to play football. Talk about the, the gap between that, though. Yeah, there was some growth there yeah. somewhere. You just no, 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 no. Yeah, there was that. no growth. That, th- there, this, this bleeds into college. Two weeks before two a days start training. Camp no, no, you wait, 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 wait a minute, wait a minute. There's no way you don't you go from no playing time and then you just end up on a college football team. So well, there was some so, growth there. Yeah. So the the school I went to, Abilene Christian, at the time was very very bad. Mm-hmm. They were not good at football, and it was a new coach that came in, just rolling bodies out. <laughs> <laughs> exactly, exactly. So they were looking for anybody at this point to right, get on the team, yeah. and especially a local. Pre, you know, they. I think they recruited eight guys from my. I think eight guys ended up signing with with ACU, out of my out mm-hmm. of my uh, high school team. Mm-hmm. So they were just throwing money at anybody. They said, right. "Please come, <laughs> we got to do something here." Okay, so I got it. Two weeks before training camp starts in college, I decide, "Eh, this is not for me," and I quit again before it even started. Before it even started, and you had a because you had a scholarship. 
and a, a small scholarship. Division okay. two, you can get partial scholarships. Mm. Okay. So it's right. a very small scholarship. And my thought process was, okay, I'm going from, because my senior year, I was a starter on, on the varsity team. And you grow up wanting to be a varsity player. Right? Everybody, right. that's everybody's dream. Yeah, right? yeah, absolutely. Well, the college I went to was in my same hometown. And we actually played in the same stadium as my high school team. Mm. And so I go from, and, but nobody cared or wanted to be an ACU Wildcat. And that just wasn't a dream of yours. Mm-hmm. And so I go from full packed high school stadium to the college can't even fill up half the stadium Oof. for a division two football game. Why? Because number one, it's off campus. And number two, you're competing with the big division one schools, right? So right. nobody cares about so what I big, s- what big division one schools, just anybody on TV. Okay. As a college student at ACU, what would I rather do? Would I rather go watch Division Two football at a at a at a stadium that I have to drive to? Right. Or can I just sit on my TV and watch UT? Or because nobody grows up an ACU fan. Let's be honest. You grow up a UT fan. You grow up a Texas Tech fan. Yeah. So it's not like you're like die hard. Mm-hmm. Now there's a few, but there's not many. He's really trying to kill that Abilene following. Oh my right? gosh. Yeah. Goodness. Yeah, you're supposed hey, to be out there promoting. By the way, I love hey, ACU. I'll never. Clovis. <laughs> Clovis. Hey, you guys are great. You supported us. I, I chose I'm, to stay local no, to go to college. He was my Because only, it was awesome. You know what? <laughs> On our challenge for June, he was my only challenge. You're done, yeah. bro. Yeah. You're out. You're out. Thankfully, the culture changed when I started playing. Just kidding. No, but anyway, I, I go from, you know, everybody's all about it to nobody cares what you're doing. And I'm like, this is, I just want to be a student. I just want to go to school. Right. So I quit. Well, my sophomore year, my second year in college, I missed being a part of the team. I missed team sports. So instead of going back to football, I had this great idea. I haven't played since my sophomore year. I'm going to go try to play baseball. Mm. So I joined the baseball team my sophomore year. Of at, course. At Abilene? At Abilene Christian. Yeah. So of course I didn't play. I right. hadn't played in four years. And right. now all of a sudden I'm trying to play against collegiate athletes. So played through that year, stuck with it through that year. We were running security for the football team's playoff game that my junior year. The baseball guys were? The baseball guys were. Right. And the football team was really good. This was the year we had, I think, four or five guys drafted. Because mm-hmm. um, Division two, you That's can get... Johnny Knox. And yeah, Johnny guys, Knox, yeah. Bernard Scott, mm-hmm. Clyde yeah. Gates, all those guys. And so I'm watching this field level, and I'm like, dang, this is awesome. I got to get back out here. And so I go back to football. And at that point, think about the journey I've been to at this point. I've quit and restarted six different times these sports that I've played. Right. Six. Six. Man, that's amazing. Who that's who else lot. do you know has quit that many times? No, you. That's the only person I know. Yeah. I don't know anybody that's done that. And that's not a good thing. I'm not I'm not sitting here bragging, obviously. I'm mm-hmm. embarrassed by that. You know what's impressive? That you could recollect all those times that you because, actually quit. Yeah. yeah. Because think about it this way, which is why this this subject is so important to me. Because at, at that point, when I went back to football and I be, it became, I was sick of quitting. I was sick of being the kid that kept starting stuff and never finished, ever. I didn't finish anything. And how many years did I set myself back by yeah. every time I started something, I would quit because it got hard, because I wasn't getting playing time, because the results weren't coming as quickly as I wanted. Yeah. And so my mindset, instead of pushing through and working my tail off and trying to get through that, my default was I'm out. Mm-hmm. I'm folding. I'm done. How weak So when is you that? decided to go back to football, right, and, and almost, and I don't know what the situation was, but I'm, I'm assuming groveling, like, hey, take me back. 
sort of. Or the, they the coach still was just cool. signing guys up. Yeah, no, yeah. the coach was cool. He was yeah. no, he was great. Chris Thompson, he's at Florida State now. Yeah, uh, one of my favorite men of all time. He was awesome. He was like, yeah, no, we'd love to have you back. Okay, so he wasn't expecting much, right? But mm-hmm. he was like, yeah, heck yeah, scout team body. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. But did you make that that <laughs> mindset shift to? Like, I'm not quitting anymore before you went to football? Or was this just another thing like, oh, I miss it. I want to I want to. Well, go you know what's the funny that. thing is? The, 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 what's the word? How, uh, er- maybe arrogant or how delusional. I w- that's the word. Delusional. Right. You know what I had in my mind when I went back? I'm going to make it to the NFL. Hell I'm going yeah. To the league. I don't mind that. That's not delusional. I'm going to the league. That's not delusional. It's man. delusional because well, I'd quit. No. But Everything I've ever done. But what, 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 what is your commitment level, though? I exactly. think that's what it is. Is it? Exactly. I'm just going to go play and go to the league? Maybe a little delusional. I'm going to go work my tail off, and I'm not quitting this? That's what it was. Okay, so I don't that's think that's That's when my mind shifted to, mm. hey, I've got a goal. I've got a dream. I've done all this. I've taken so many steps back up to this point. I'm sick of it. I've got a goal. I'm going to go get it. And that's when I. That's when my mindset shifted. That's crazy. That For a college for a, a college young man, mm-hmm. the awareness to say, I've quit too many times. Mm-hmm. I'm tired of it. I don't want to live life that way. That is, that's unique because, I mean, I think uh, the mindset that I was in college, right? Mm-hmm. I was just like, I'm going to work hard. That's what I've always done. I'm going to work, but I'm just going to go with it. Like, right. I'm not like challenging anything mentally or like what my goals are. It's like, I mean, the NFL is my goal. Like, that's what I'm going to do. And I'm just going to keep working, keep working, keep working. But like for you to have a mindset shift and take the trajectory and say, what I'm doing is not working. And the awareness of that is really unique. Yeah. Whether you're proud of what happened before that, but that's what shaped that right. mindset shift for right. you. Well, I went through all that or I put myself through all that. And that's what made that mindset shift. So, uh, what are your parents saying through all this? Like, what's your what's your dad saying? Well, that's the weird thing is my parents aren't quitters, and so I don't know. I don't remember. Yeah, what but was your way. dad in your face, or was anyone? He you know, made me play you? my freshman year in high school. Okay, so I didn't that, want to play football my freshman year. Okay, he so made that, me play. So that that's what brings me to this. I mean, as a parent. I've always felt like if my son or my, or my daughter, if they sign up for something, you're not quitting. Right. Period. right. Was that, was well, that here's the, the rule other problem. within the house? Here's the other problem. Number one, I have three brothers. That's right. a lot of kids to keep up yeah. with, number one. And number two, these decisions weren't, I wasn't consulting my parents when I decided to quit. It was emotional. I'm done. I'm that's out. That's it. I made the decision. You know, okay. They find out after the fact. Yeah, okay. All right. So, you know, I, I think a lot of this has to do with like accountability, one. Like the quitting side of it, because I've had so many guys that the season starts and it's hot as hell outside. And it's mm-hmm. like, shit, I'm, yeah. I'm well, out of Matt this Ortega, joint. We're going to test your love today. Yeah. Test your love yeah. today, right? Yeah. And then you, you'll have somebody, your boys are like, all right, let's go, right? right? And then you'll have one guy to be like, well, I don't want to do this. And then you pull, that was him, me every you time. pull him up. That's what I'm saying. So you didn't have any friends that were sitting there like that, that pulled you up through this process that said, man, dude, are you crazy? I think I did, but I just wasn't hearing it. Like I was so, I made so many decisions based on emotion. Right. And, and I was just so sick of not playing or, and I think again, and this is a different topic, but my identity was so wrapped up in the younger me being the star right. that all of a sudden now I'm not the star anymore. So Look, instead of saying, Hey, I'm going to fight back. I that's folded. life, man. Yeah. You know what? You're speaking of life because as, as an athlete, a pro athlete, I mean, when that ends, mm-hmm. I'm back to, you know, I'm back to where you yeah. are. Yeah. Honestly. Yeah. And, and my new profession is 
I suck. Yeah. And now I got to have a mindset to where everybody else is better than me. Now I got to catch back up. And then there goes the thoughts of, should I quit? And that, that was the difference between young me and me now mm. is, should I quit? Hell yeah, I should quit because it sucks. It's hard. I'm not getting to play. I can't. You know, honestly, if we're listening to your story and as extreme as you are now. Yeah, for me that only knows Ben for the last three years, <laughs> yeah. this is like the weirdest conversation that it, I've ever had. Yeah. And, that's the, and I appreciate you saying that. And that means a lot because I've and I mentioned this before, I'm running away from that soft, weak-minded kid. Yeah. Okay, but well then give us steps, man. We need to hear. Not, and I, there's got to be a process yeah. to this. And it's a process that you probably, no one probably like, wants to mm-hmm. actually go through. Right. But there's so many people out there right now, including self, that I need, I need to figure out ways to stop quitting or I'll figure out a way uh, to, to meet some milestones. So, so what, give me, give us some examples of what you do. I mean, it, it's hard to say like, Hey, here's what you do. Here's step one, two, three. It was more of just being so sick of the way I was doing things and realizing that something had to change. I couldn't keep going down that path. So that was number one mm-hmm. was what do they say in AA accept or what, what's the admit, admit you're an yeah, addict. admit you're an addict. I was an addict to quitting. I had to face that. And I was so sick of it that I got to a point where I said, I'm a quitter. I don't want to do that anymore. Mm-hmm. I'm not that person anymore. So that's number one. Number two, I had to get a goal or I had a goal that was so big yeah. and I was so passionate yeah. about it and I wanted to achieve it more than anything. I was willing to go through whatever it took at that point to get to it. Right? Yeah, I think that's, it was that's that a, that's a important huge, to me. huge point is because... Sometimes we, we, we so often like, you know, Rich Froning talked about it. He goes, oh, I got to go get in shape to go to CrossFit. Like, no, right. that's not the case. You have to set a goal that is so big that it makes all the small goals unquittable. Mm-hmm. Like, I can't mm-hmm. not go for this workout today or I can't not eat clean today and prep my meals or I can't not go through this training or go through this, you know, sales, whatever it is, right? Mm-hmm. That the goal is so big that all the accumulation of all the small victories, like I can't stop those because if that one goal is not motivating enough for you, then why would you go through the pain of all these small goals? Right. It sounds like that's what it was for yeah. you. It was like, okay, not only is, do I want to go play football again? Cause I can quit that, but I want to go to the NFL. Mm-hmm. I can't quit football. If that's, if my, that's goal. my goal, if that's mm-hmm. my new goal, nobody's ever been drafted that quit and stop playing. Right. And so for me, it was that shift in my mind of this goal is so important to me. I no longer care what I have to do to get there. I'm going to get there. I'm just going to keep doing it. Keep doing it. Just keep doing it. That's what I told myself. And that's been my mantra for the last, whatever, 10 years of my life, Mm -hmm. eight years of my life is if it's something that's that important to me, it doesn't matter if it gets hard. It doesn't matter how uncomfortable I am. It doesn't matter that the results aren't coming quickly enough. I'm just going to keep doing it. Yeah, and that's, you know, you don't you always admire that person that's really consistent? Mm-hmm. I, yes. I mean, guys, people that have been around that have been successful, there's like, they have this process that they go through. And even when I was playing, I'll give you an example. When I was playing football, I had a process. I got there really early in the morning. 
I had to get in the whirlpool. And it was like the smallest things. I had to get in the whirlpool to get a little loose. And then I had to get, get in the shower. And then I had to go do the, you know, get to the gym, uh, get my workout in early in the morning before meeting started. It's a process that you have to go. And I'll, I'll say this. I think there's different, people have different points. Like there's these pressure points that you have that, that get you motivated. Pride has always been mine. Mm-hmm. Just flat out pride. It's not pride of what? Because I just I, I, pride of, of of like or 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 one be like basically fear of failure, but pride in a sense that you know I'm gonna hold myself to a standard, like pr- personally, not to everyone else, but personally. Oh, okay, so you're not saying the pride you have when other people see what you're no, doing. No, no, personally, personal pride. Like, I, I. The workouts that we do, right? Like mm-hmm. you and I do these workouts, or you send me these workouts, and we have to do these echo. But the pride in me sometimes says, I, "You're not going to shut down. Yeah, you're just not going. You, you. He did 150 calories on the echo bike. You're going to do these damn mm-hmm. hunt. It's mm-hmm. just and he, and you guys have seen me send videos like, and I'm cussing you guys out. You yeah. motherfucker. You yeah. know what? I got this done. But it's like this pride in me that says, right. I, I have to get this done. Yeah. Yeah, and that's me specifically. Pride, but it's also, I mean, there's the competitive nature yes, to it, right? Like, yeah. it's it's not necessarily, and from what I'm hearing, and, and correct me if I'm wrong, I may be off, but, and I'm this, because I'm the same way, is like, the pride is that I'm just going to be better than you. Yeah. Like, it, it, there's a self accountability. Like, for me, we can, yeah. I can always let myself down and no one will know, right? There's mm-hmm. no accountability to that. But when I have to go heads with you, I have to know that I'm going to be better than you. Mm-hmm. And that's what the driver is. And knowing the personal pride is like, okay, hey, I'm going to get through this workout or I'm going to, you know, go through, you know, this sales pitch or put together this portfolio, whatever it is. Mm-hmm. But in order so that when the time comes, I know that I'm going to be better than you. Exactly. That's the driver, yes, right? The that's driver. the bigger goal. That is. Is and that, I don't know. I, I don't know. I, I think pride may be the, the, the wrong term for I that. Think, I think it is too. Yeah. I think, I think it's the competitive nature, yep. right? Like, mm-hmm the the fight in you right because we talk about that the dog right Mm -hmm. like there's got to be fight in you and if you can just lay down and we're talking about the the hometown competition we talked about it right like i kind of joked around okay well where am i going to do this echo bike hell no i'm not doing the echo bike (laughs) because i'm not going to lose and and that's what it is and like i know that like you know ben is going to be a worthy adversary but He's out now. Here's the advantage I, I have. I can drive to my hometown and hand out flyers. You guys yeah, can't do it. You yeah. just shit on your whole hotel like 30 minutes ago. You're out, dog. Hey, just make sure uh, when you're driving, you don't blink and miss yeah. it. No. And, and the fight you're talking about, yeah. I didn't have that fight. Yeah. For the longest time, I didn't have that so fight. So you were okay. Like if you, and obviously you quit because you didn't like it. But like if you were in a game early on, say junior high, early high school, and you were in a game and some dude dunked and put his... And I've said this before, on your forehead, you'd be okay with it. You'd be like, all right, like that sucks, but you know, I'm going to, I don't know if it was that apathetic, but it wasn't much better than but that. But if you lost, see like it for me, I'll, 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 one example yeah. is I lost a game in high school. It was my junior year and I was playing linebacker. I wasn't even playing quarterback and we lost to our crosstown rival Clovis West. I, I was so messed up 
that I didn't take the bus back home. I mm. ran home <laughs> and then I got home and I went and ran again. Wow. And I mean, literally true story. I was like crying my eyes. Out I was going to ask. I was yeah. pissed. Yeah. And my dad had to come drive by and I told him to leave me alone. And I had my buddies on the team came and grabbed me because I was so pissed and I was never, and I literally it was probably my best game. I think I had like 20 tackles. That mm. game. I had two sacks, 20 tackles. Like, and I was a player of the week. I was so pissed because that level of fight and competitiveness drove me and it was like i don't care if anybody sees me do this yeah. i'm gonna i'm gonna get better tonight because mm -hmm. we weren't good enough because i didn't do enough see that's yeah. what that, that, that's what i'm saying man i think there's there's got to be some extremist in you mm -hmm. to to not to keep to, to continue on and how did you say it just keep doing just it keep right doing it. there's got to be some extremist in you like even if, if it's a workout like I, I i'll give you this even if it's a, a a workout or a process that i need to go through even if i do just 15 minutes of it, just 15 minutes, like, like just to be consistent every single day. Maybe I don't get an hour, full hour in. My wife the other day, we, Tiffany is out there and she's starting to run again. She's starting to jog. She wants to get out there and jog. So we had a timeline where we had to be somewhere, right? She's supposed to go get four miles in. And she's livid about the fact that, well, we got to go and we don't have enough time. And I said, babe, go get a mile in. And just her getting her shoes on and going out there, running that mile, even though she didn't get her four at that moment, but she at least went out there and gave the effort of getting, you know, so what I'm saying is if you miss a day, how hard is it to get back? Well, yeah. to that point, I was just going to say that one single day didn't take her any closer to whatever goal she, I mean, it did, but my point is. One single day doesn't determine it, right? But you stack one yeah. single day stack. on yep. the next, exactly. on the next, and you just keep doing it. That's what makes the difference. Yes, because Agreed. because you're not going to see a physical effect from one day of running. You're not going to. It's mental. It's mental number one. Yeah. But it's the it's but the accumulation, it's the accumulation of, those. of those days. That's right. And you just keep putting those days together, mm -hmm. and you just keep and you're and it may not happen like what the speed that you want it to, but you just keep putting those days together. You just keep Chopping making those phone calls. Tell you us just keep doing it. From a physiological standpoint, right? And you were in the training world and 30 days straight of 20 minutes. Is that better or is two days a week at two hours? What is going to yield better results? The 30, the 30 to straight days of 20 minutes. No yeah. doubt. So that that's it to your point exactly, right? Is yeah, you may go crush yourself and work really hard. Everybody can work hard once. Mm -hmm. Yes. Exactly. Everybody can yeah. work hard once. Yeah. The people that separate themselves and what I've learned is the ones that just keep doing it yeah. day after day it's the, after day. It's the the old sports term, football term is availability. If you're available, like I will take a guy that's available better, more. Well, I wouldn't say all athletes, but if a guy I was say it's not true, I was always available. <laughs> but I didn't get chosen a lot. But how many times have you seen a guy with a gift who can't get healthy? Those guys are walking play? the streets. David Boston. Yeah, exactly. Yes. How many of those Just guys, you know, are running true, the streets right now on the street all the time? All I mean, them. because why? Because they were they weren't available. Right. But it's that guy that's available every single day day that you build can he builds consistency he builds a confidence not only in himself but now i can rely on mm -hmm. the gm or the head coach can rely on that guy mm -hmm. to be there every single day and that's and that's that that whole process of chopping wood yeah just keep on doing it 
Just keep on showing up. And it's just showing up, man. Showing I'm up. telling you. That's right. Just show up to do whatever it is. Yeah. And you can accomplish damn near anything. Because here, I, there's people that are crazy successful. And I look at them, and especially early in the career, I'm like, this dude can do it? Like, mm-hmm. this dude can be that successful? But then as you dig deeper and you see these people in the industry... They don't have these innate special qualities right. that make them right. this like phenomenal finance guy mm-hmm. or construction guy. Like again, they're there. They're There's consistent. no magic. They keep doing it. They you know what I think of it. when you say that is, and I don't know if <laughs> just because the way we record these episodes, I'm not sure if it's released yet. It will soon if it hasn't. Nick Bear. Yeah. yeah. He talked about the first three years in business, he made $20,000 in revenue each year. And didn't take a salary. And though. didn't take a salary. Yeah. How easy... At that point, is it maybe this? Maybe this isn't. I'm not cut out for this. Yep. Maybe yeah. I should go, you know, do something else. But he had such a vision and such a plan for himself and such a goal that he just kept doing it. Matt he Hughes. just yeah. kept doing it. Matt Hughes, he just the same way, it. man. Yeah. When we interviewed Hughes, he was. What did he say about him? Who? Being? Zach. Zach Hughes. Oh, I'm sorry. Zach. Did I, I say was like, Matt? the fighter? Okay, you're right. <laughs> Matt Hughes. I'm oh, sorry. Sorry, Zach. Zach, my apologies. But Zach was talking about you know his experience in the military. Mm-hmm. You know, when as a Green Beret, he just said, you know, I, I just got to keep doing this. Yeah. It's not. I'm not quitting. I'm, I'm There's not nothing quitting. you can do to get me yes. to quit. Yeah. Yeah. Because his, that dream of his and that goal of his was so yeah. important to him. And yeah. we can't tell you what your goal, what, what, what goals are important to you or not. And that's, that's another episode. I think that's a whole nother episode is like, if you just don't have goals, like if yeah. you're just going to work and just, yeah. you know, a zombie going through life and doing what you can do and, and you're surviving and that's fine, but you're looking for that. I think that's that's something that we bring someone on that can help, like actually articulate yeah. how do you create those yeah. goals? Because I don't, I wouldn't say that I'm an expert in that. I, I don't. I mean, you guys are, are better probably than I am, but that's I think a lot of people struggle. It's like, well, what what am I passionate about? Mm-hmm. What do I want to do? I've just uh, been uh, doing blessed. right. I don't start that conversation. I know that's a whole other deal. But whole but a question world. on the just keep doing it is how often do you think people quit right before? It's about to hit. I mean, I don't know if it's a stat, but I would no, imagine I need a, a hard <laughs> number. I need. <laughs> I imagine it's 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 often. Yeah. That, you know, like Nick also will refer to Nick again, but he was talking about that meme. That's the two guys mining coal, mm-hmm. and one of them quits, literally yep. inches away from the diamonds. Yep. The other one keeps keeps digging. That's exactly right. And, and he gets to it. Mm-hmm. And so I think maybe you're close, maybe you're far away, but. You're definitely far away if you quit. Yeah, you'll never get there. You're definitely never going to get there if you quit. Yeah. And I think real life examples of that, like the guys in, and and one of the things in, in all transparency that prompted this is, is you look at Joe Rogan. Yeah. And he's a guy that he just kept making content. Wow. He just, when no just, one was listening. When nobody no one was. Yeah. Nobody was listening. No one had, was. There was no social media. Mm-mm. There was no feedback. They hey, knew him from UFC awesome. or Fear Factor. That yeah. was it. But he just kept putting content out, kept putting kept putting it out, kept grinding. And it was like, okay. And then he looks back, just signed a hundred million dollar contract. But you know what? But how, much, how much is this also is, you know, having a clear vision of what you want to get accomplished. Mm. That's what we're talking about. Yeah. Having that goal. I mean, it, the vision that you have it, in order to continue to do, you know, continue to do what you have to do and keep, like I always say, keep chopping wood yeah. every day, keep and being consistent with it. How clear does that vision have to be? I mean, you have to lay it out, yeah. right? And, I, and, mm-hmm. and I'm not saying like you know, for football, it wasn't so much that I had to write down everything. And, you know, I played with a guy named Emmett Smith who wrote down all his goals. Mm-hmm. And there was the vision. And this is what he wanted to be, the all-time leading rusher. Uh, Sean Lee. Yeah. Same yeah. way. Same yeah. way, right? 
But, you know, for me in, in, in commercial real estate right now, you know, I have a vision of what I want to get accomplished. Right. Right. So I think the, I think we have to give a show. There has to be a show when we bring someone on that paints that vision. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That helps us paint that vision because it's hard. It's you. It's damn near impossible to continue to consistently chop wood every single day without something. Yeah, because if right you're there. if you're just chopping wood and you're hitting it on this side of the tree and then that side of the tree and then this side and then here, how long is it going to take you to cut through that log? Yeah. You heard and of John you, Maxwell? That, that's yeah. his, that's yeah. his analogy. The, the rule of five. Yeah. You have a you have a orchard. You know whatever a yeah. forest full of trees. You want to chop them down. There is no use in chopping one tree down. You know, taking five swings at it and then going to another tree. Yeah. Stay on that one tree. Keep chopping until that's it, until yep. that's down. That's exactly. And that's right. part of the vision you're talking about is having that vision, having that mm. goal, knowing what you're after. Doesn't mean you have to write it down. Me personally, I never wrote anything down, but I do now. Mm-hmm. That's how I like to do it. Do it right. now is yeah. actually writing it down. And each morning, I'm seeing it and visualizing it. And until and, I achieve it, that's what keeps me going. At four o'clock in the morning. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, that's what keeps me going now. But for people like Darren, who you don't have to write it down but you know what you're going for. Right. We still, we, we're, we're doing the same things, just going about it. Principles are many, or sorry, methods are many, principles are few. Yeah, true. There's yeah, a so few true. things that work every single time. Now, what method you, you go about it to, to get there, that's up to you. But the principle remains the same. Just keep doing it and you will get there if it's important to you. All right, so, so let's be real here, mm-hmm. okay? Because this is, this is what, when we opened the show, the very first episode, when you described this show, Raw, real, transparent. And I didn't prep you guys on this, so uh, I'm, I'm throwing this out there. Have we ever prepped our show? No. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Don't let them know our secret. We have scripts. We have production meetings. It's, yeah, first class. Please. If anybody wants to work with us. <laughs> yeah, if you're, if you're a content creator out there, we might need you. But, okay, so in your guys' life right now, what are right the, now, right now, okay. where we sit today in Dallas, Texas, what are you struggling with? Like, dang, like, I just need to keep going through this. I need to keep doing it. I, I can't quit this. Is there something that you guys are, are struggling with? And I'll start, I'll start with this. Uh, so, so here's, here's the, the, the real, real deal is professionally for me. It is, I'm in a grind phase. I am in a, it's hard. It is really hard. I thought it was going to be easier. It's not. Mm -hmm. And this is one of those things that, uh, I would say if you'd asked me six months ago, I would say, I don't know. I don't know if I'm cut out for this. I really don't. And, and if, if anybody that I'm working with is listening to this, I was going through that phase and it was hard, but I'm at a phase now where it's like, okay, because I didn't quit because I kept grinding because I just kept chopping that wood. I'm at a point now, six months ago, I did not think was possible mm. to feel. Mm-hmm. Honestly, true story. And we talk about this a lot, mm-hmm. guys, is I'm at, a, I'm at a point, but I still am at a phase where it's like, okay, I got to keep going. You got to keep I got to keep grinding. I mean, why though? But why, why do you have to keep grinding? I, I mean, what is it? Well, family? Is it, is it? So that's the goal, right? right? So that's what I haven't materialized is what is my goal? Do I want, because we can put monetary values on yeah. it. We can do all that. Like, honestly, like 
in reality is like, yes, like I want to make a great living, but I want to, my goal is my family. Like yeah. I want to and create that, for my family, but I don't have a tangible, like, I know, but I know you and I've had this conversation and what really stuck to me one time was when we had a conversation and which since we're all being transparent yeah, let's be real. here, yeah, yeah. you can't, you said, man, you know, your, your, your babies. I remember this conversation because I get goosebumps when you said, when you tell me, cause I thought about mine. You literally have goosebumps right now because you said, you know, I got to show my kids like my father showed me. Mm-hmm. Right. And I think there's so many fathers and, and mothers that are out there who we lose because we get so wrapped up. We lose the, 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 the dream that we have and the leadership that we really truly have because when you continue to be consistent and you continue to just do it, your kids are watching. Mm. You watch your father get up on those damn towers and climb poles and do all this crazy work, man, and work around the house. And he just, he continued to chop wood and just do it every single, and that's, you know, when I heard you, you told me that I came back and I, and it really meant something to me because I have a 19-year-old boy, I have a 26-year-old boy, a 24-year-old daughter, and a 19-year-old son. A 19-year-old's back from school right now. And he has to see me get my ass up every single day, not playing football. He didn't see that. He, he, didn't, he see didn't remember football. that. All he sees yeah. is uh, dad gets up and he goes to ESRP mm-hmm. and he works his ass off. And he's doing Zoom calls. And that means something to me, man, because I want to show him that there ain't no gimmies in his life. There are zero gimmies. Future it, Hall of Famer is saying that. Yeah. That it is no, not a gimme. No. Like, just because you accomplished something or you were born into a certain family or whatever, it doesn't guarantee you anything. Right. You still have to work your ass, ass off, off. Yes. to get what you need to and get. And you have to be a leader. Shit, yeah. that's our job. Yeah. That's my job is to lead and to show that every day I'm 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 just doing what I have I'm doing what we have to do. Yeah. You know, I got to work. I got to go through a process. You know, the turning point for me, I think when I look back, uh my last year, my 8th game of my senior senior year, again my my dream, my goal was to make it to the NFL. 8th game of my senior year, I tear my ACL. And so I'm lying, literally the first thought I have on the ground, on the field, is it's over. Mm. It's done. My dream is gone. I'm going to have to have surgery. Nobody recovers from ACL injuries quickly. I'm a Division II guy. I'm not, these are all the thoughts going through my head. I made a decision, though, when I got up and I went and I had that surgery, I am not going to give up that easily. Mm. That was the Mm. turning point for me. When you had all justification to Every finally, justification finally had yeah. a justified reason. To fin- yeah, finally, it, nobody would have blamed me. Mm-hmm. Dude, you know, you're Division yeah. two guy. You're not highly, yeah. you know, right. you're not a high prospect. You can quit and nobody's going to think anything of you. But that was the turning point for me. That next semester, six hours of rehab a day, I was doing everything I possibly could. And four months later, I was in my pro day. But you also mm-hmm. tasted some, some success, didn't you? Yeah. For that. Right. Right. You had some success. Mm-hmm. Like, so you started, you got back, you stopped quitting. You came back, you started working your ass off. Mm-hmm. You just did it, whatever yep. it was. Right. And then some success came. Yeah. There were then, enough carrots along the way yeah. to make exactly. me realize yeah. this yes. is a real thing. Right. And so when I was injured there on that field, it wasn't totally crazy for me to think this could still happen. Right. It's going to be a much tougher now. Yeah. But that, that instance, those next six months, a year of rehabbing, training, working, that taught me 
the value of just keep doing keep it. Keep doing it, yeah, yeah. Another example, I got into training after after it was completely clear. I, I tried for two years to make it to the NFL. I didn't chase it as long as Tyler did. Maybe I could have, I don't know. But I got married. There were other priorities that, that were important to me at that time. It wasn't a quit. It was a, hey. Again, another episode to know when to shift your right. direction. Mm-hmm. It was a pivot. And yeah. it, it, it's, yeah. it's clear to me, this is the way I need to go. Yeah. So I got into the personal training world. Six months in, I'm not the to the level that I wanted to be as a personal trainer as far as my business income, mm-hmm. all that goes. And guess what happens? My mind starts going back to, dude, just quit. Go to coaching. Mm-hmm. You love coaching. You want to be around football again? Just quit, dude. Nobody's going to care. Nobody's going to know. And I'm there on a Saturday. I'll never forget this because I told young trainers this all the time. I'm there on a Saturday and a family of three walks in and they... I'm the only trainer there. It's a Saturday afternoon. Nobody's around. Mm-hmm. I'm the only trainer. They all three wanted training. All three of them. So I sign them up, get them training. Two hours later, a gentleman walks in. He wants training. So literally in one Saturday afternoon, because I sh- kept showing Shut up, up. Yeah. and I just kept doing it, I doubled my business in one afternoon. And then I just took off after that <laughs> wow. point. And I never quit that job. And ended up being one of the top trainers at the club. Ended up becoming management. That's not the point. The point was I had that sticking point of, yeah. hey, it's time to fold up. It's time to go back mm. to be the kid that I yeah, was. Those thoughts came back. Yeah. Everything came rushing yeah. back. But I said, no, I made a conscious, conscious decision to just keep showing up. Mm. And it all turned around for yeah. me. And yeah. ever since then, so, so when you guys say, that's so weird to hear this, like that makes me feel so good because that's what I want people to, to see me as now. Mm. I'm not a quitter. I'm not the guy that folds up when things get hard. I'm going to push through. I'm going to get it done because I'm going to show up every single day. Mm. Yeah, man that's, man, that's amazing. That's good stuff. Yeah. And then, you know, we're going back to, like, I mean, you were fully transparent on, on what you said now, what's happening mm-hmm. to you now. Uh, I would say the biggest thing that's happened to me over the last three years, as far as making that transition from, you know, ESPN and then on to, to ESRP, uh, in the commercial real estate game is the losses. Mm. So new to you that it's the, so the losses, that's, that's a hard part. That is hard to overcome. And yeah. I don't know how many times I've come home. I've been driving home shit the other day I'm driving home and I'm livid because we lost an RFP. I mean, just, mm. and not so much that I want to fold the tent, but, I'm just I'm in a bad but mood. But that's where you actually have to address. Like, just keep going. You got to keep going. Yeah. And I just, and that's the part of me yeah. that says, you know, that, am I, am I upset? Yeah, I'm upset. But there's in every part of your life, you're always going to have losses. Yeah. Period. Yeah. Doesn't matter what, you know, vertical you're in, you're going to have, you're going to get hit, hit on the chin. Yeah. Right. And I have to come to really the realization of you know, you're going to go through this. You just had a loss now. Okay. What's tomorrow look like? Well, tomorrow, mm-hmm. get my ass back up. I'm going to get back on that echo bike. I'm going to get my workout in. I'm going to continue to do what I've been mm-hmm. doing. And I'm inspired because I have accountability partners. And I don't know, I, honestly, I'll say this. I don't know if I didn't have the Sharon Morrisons and the Jim Hazards and, and the Tyler Klutzes and the Ben. You know, if I didn't have these people around me, I don't know if I wouldn't quit. Mm-hmm. If I wouldn't lay it down. And I think that speaks to everyone listening. 
you have to surround yes. yourself. You cannot do this on your own, man. You just can't. There's, yeah. There's got to be some, someone along the way that ins- either inspires you or holds you accountable yeah. to your actions. Yeah, there's, and there's a couple things. There's, there's mentors, right, yep. that have gone through it, right? The Sharon Morrisons, the, the Jim Hazards, the Brad Strucks, the Damian Rivera, yeah. the Steve Jarvis, the leadership team from, from ESRP, right? And we're just speaking to, to our company right now. But then there's also the people that are going through the fire with you, yeah. right? The motivation to see Ben grinding it out, mm-hmm. like walking buildings in Plano, Texas, and it, he comes back dripping sweat right. and the resilience in that because there is encouragement in that to fight through it. I talked about like, okay, self-pride and, and you know, I'm going to motivate. It's really easy just to be like, now I'm not going to go make that sales call today yeah. and I'm not going to get on myself. Yeah. But then it's like, hold on, he's doing it, he's doing it. Mm-hmm. I need to do it exactly because you know what? I'm going to be better than them, and I'm going to and like for me, that was the, the football comparison to what we do now, right? Yeah. I, for you, that's new, right? Yeah, ESPN, you don't yeah. have a ton of losses. You may get some criticism, you may yeah. get critiques, like right. whatever. But even in football, right? If you lose ten games, right? So you're batting four hundred. Oh yeah, right. Yeah. And like that is miserable. Yeah. Life is awful. Mm-hmm. Imagine if we, if you won four, you know, four hundred. You're batting four hundred on business. business. You oh, would be killing excited. it, yeah, killing absolutely. it. Yeah. So the rejection and all that, that that goes through it. Like, man, this is a business that I, I not only like have I learned skills like in real estate and all that stuff, but man, life lessons that yes. I can share with my kids about that, mm-hmm. that I'm pulling from that, that is preparing me for the next phases in my life and mm-hmm. whatever that looks like. But holy smokes, I mean, I, I didn't even think about that from your perspective, having won Super Bowls, having this, but like to take losses, losses yes, so often. And they're right there. Oh. And you pour into them. And you know that, that be you're like, the best. Your firm <laughs> yeah. is the best That's for like this winning client. the NFC Championship yep. and then the NFL being like, now we're actually just going to go with the other team. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> I just beat their ass. And you chose to go with the other guy? <laughs> yeah. yeah. Well, I, I, we started off by saying this. There's somebody listening to this right now that this is going to impact. And that's why we started the show. That's why we love doing this is because we're speaking to somebody right now. So if it's business success you're after and you hate making sales calls, just keep doing it. Mm-hmm. If you want to lose 25 pounds and you hate kicking your ass in the gym, mm. just keep doing it. Yeah. yeah. If you're wanting to work on your marriage, if you're wanting to work on communication with Come your wife, man, that's hey, that's another topic. And you hate you <laughs> hate doing it, just keep, keep doing, doing it. it. Yeah. 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 Thanks, guys.